This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 18. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hi, welcome back to the show. And the first thing I want to say is you guys are absolutely great. I've been getting some amazing questions through. And as I was sitting down today and listening through to some of the podcast questions that have been coming in, I've been thinking, wow. These are some really, really fantastic questions. So I'm really excited about sort of, you know, sitting down and actually answering all these questions over the next few weeks because it's really, it's some thought provoking stuff, some things that I haven't really thought about before. So yeah, stay tuned because there's some great stuff coming up. Now today, a question from Isabel and she asks about, well, I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to let you listen to it. Here we go. Here's Isabel. Hi, I'm Isabel from London, and I'm learning German, Mandarin, and Korean. Um, thank you so much for the podcasts. I find them really helpful. My question is to do with fluency. So at what point do you consider yourself to be fluent in your target language and kind of move from the learning stage to the maintaining stage? I mean, is, is there even a point where you think, you know, I'm now fluent? Because um, obviously you can never know everything about your target language but as you aptly pointed out often you don't need to know you know every single word in the vocabulary so I'd just be interested to hear about your definition of fluency and any other thoughts you have on the topic thank you hi Isabel and thank you for your question I really like it you know we talked about something kind of similar in episode 13 when when uh, Tamio asked about when it's time to move on to a new language. And if you're interested in that, you can find the, the notes for that episode at IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 13. But your question really is, is about fluency, isn't it? It's about when is enough enough? When can you sort of say, right, I've, I've learned as much as I can or need to learn in a language. When can I kind of move on and and switch to maintaining mode you know so when do you sort of stop actively trying to improve and it's kind of you know i i'm i wonder if we're talking about two slightly different things here because fluency you know we could define fluency and for me like my personal definition of fluency which i'm sure is different from the dictionary but it's what i the point at which i consider myself to be fluent in a language for my own purposes is, you know, I always say, well, fluency for me is the point at which I can comfortably hold a conversation, comfortably hold and enjoy a conversation with another person without either of us having to stop or slow down unnecessarily. That's, for me, that's that's fluency. However, another question is like, well, when do you start to to maintain it when do you stop learning and well you know i'm not i'm not sure you ever do really but it's certainly the case that i do switch my focus from one language to the next and often you know as we, as i talked about in episode 13 sometimes it's because i have to move to a different country so i don't really have much of a choice in terms of where my my focus should lie but you know of the seven languages that i've learned in not in any of them have i reached the point where i'd like to be that much is clear. There's always more to learn. Uh, there, are, there, are, there are always things that I don't understand. There are, and even when you get to a very high level, there are always better ways to express yourself. You know, and I, I was just um, talking with a Japanese friend of mine the other day. We were chatting in Japanese, and I was trying to explain something. Um, I was, we were talking about the differences between 
a British person living in Japan and a, and a Japanese person living in Britain. And I, I, I thought I'd done a pretty good job of explaining what I thought about the topic. Although obviously it, it actually took me about two minutes to do it. And she kind of turned around and said, Oh, you mean this? And to guess I rattled off one sentence that took her about five seconds. And I was like, uh, yeah, that's what I meant. So, you know, there's always more eloquent, articulate ways of expressing yourself in a language. But, you know, the same goes for our native language, right? I mean, I'm not the most articulate person in English, not by a long stretch. So should I focus all my efforts on my first language? Some may say that I should. So it's kind of difficult, isn't it? When is enough enough? And I think that it kind of comes back to what you want to achieve, doesn't it? And and for me, my 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 reason for learning languages is to get on with people to enjoy conversations to for it to enrich my life and so I'm kind of happy I'd say I'm happy when I get to the point where for everyday purposes there's there's little or no struggle the concept of struggle and strain I find quite useful you know whether you're talking about teaching or learning uh you know struggle being the first stage and then strain being the second stage in terms of difficulty so you know obviously any kind of strain is not good, you know. So if you're really straining to understand or, or really straining yourself to, to to say something, that's not that's not a good sign. And then struggle is a slightly lesser degree, right? So there's a little bit of struggle here or there. Well, you know. So so for me, it's the point where I, when I get to a point where I can do everything I need to do on a day to day basis, um, including you know first and foremost, kind of sitting in, and and having a an enjoyable conversation with someone without any struggle. And that doesn't mean you're understanding everything and saying everything perfectly, but it does mean, you know, if, I, if there's something I can't say, then I can paraphrase. Or if there's something I don't understand, I can infer that from the context, right? So when I get to the point where there's little or no struggle, then I'm kind of happy. That's not to say I'll stop. Whether I stop improving or move on to another language kind of depends on the circumstances, I think. So, I mean, you know, just to give you an example, for me, my own languages at the moment, it's very rare. If I'm speaking French, Spanish, Portuguese or Japanese, it's very rare that there's something I can't say or something where I have to kind of stop the person and say, sorry, I don't follow what you're saying. That, that's pretty rare. And but those are my strongest languages. However, I'm not particularly motivated to keep studying beyond that. You know, I, I although you know, I've got plenty still to learn in all of those languages I don't sort of sit up at night thinking oh you know how am I going to improve my how am I going to improve my Spanish much further because well to be honest I don't need to you know for 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 my purposes which on the most part you know now now I'm back in the UK I don't need any of these languages so I just use them to speak with friends and when I'm traveling and so you know I don't need to translate I don't need to interpret for anybody I don't need to function in any kind of professional capacity so for my own purposes, being able to communicate in those languages without any struggle, that's absolutely fine. And, you know, Tim Ferriss talks about um, the the fact that when you get to, say, 95% in a language and you've still got that, that 5% left to go, that that's the point that he stops and then would move on to another language and you know i'm not i'm not really that clinical about it i doubt he is either to be honest but it's an it's a nice way of of kind of talking about the concept when you when you already get to a pretty high level it becomes increasingly more difficult to to improve you get into this territory of what you call diminishing returns right because this all the things that you don't yet know 
are kind of so rare or so complex or so uncommon that it becomes very difficult to learn them. So personally, I would prefer to take that energy that I would spend going from, say, 95 to 96% in Spanish to actually starting another language because that that 1% that it would take me to get better in Spanish, I could maybe do 10 or 20% in a, in a new language. <laughs> that kind of makes sense. Basically, your energy is much better spent in the early stages of a language than it is, or your energy is much more effective in the early stages of a language than it is in, in, the, in the later, you know, the higher stages. So that's for me. And I, and I think the fact that I've got this very kind of real world, uh, sorry, real world purpose, difficult to say that for some reason, <laughs> about about how I want to use my languages, that kind of makes it easy for me. So I, it's not something I struggle with. It's not something I, 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 I worry about too much. It's fairly clearly defined. However, I can see how for different people in different circumstances that it wouldn't be so clear-cut. If I was a university student, for example, then I guess that I, I guess that you know passing my exams would probably be my first priority. You know, notice that we're not talking about fluency anymore because I think fluency is a bit of a kind of wishy-washy um, standard. So if I was a university student, then my exams would be my priority. If I was an interpreter then I would, would need to make sure that my specialist subject knowledge is up to scratch. You know, if I'm interpreting for, uh, I don't know, steel factory owners in Bolivia, then I need to know, make sure I know how to say everything to do with their industry in Bolivian Spanish. Um, if I was, now this is the thing, this is where it gets interesting. If I was studying at home, if I was learning a language at home with no particular aim, now this is, this is where it becomes a bit tricky. And possibly kind of dangerous because without any, any, if you're just studying at home and you have no particular aim, no end point, no, no function for the language that you're learning, well, you know, when is enough enough? How can you track your progress? How can you make any of these decisions or judgments? And that's kind of difficult, you know, and I, and I, and that's one of the reasons I always kind of point people towards, well, Think carefully about your your why in the language. You know, I have a, I have a a video course which teaches people about my my approach to to learning a a, a new language and how I've managed to learn my languages uh, fairly quickly. And it's called it's called Language Learning Foundations, and you can you can find a link to it on the on the blog. And in the first module of that course, we spend quite a bit of time actually investigating this very topic. And, and, the, and this why, you know, your why and establishing, well, exactly why is it that you're studying the language that you are? Because although it doesn't seem like a very important thing, this is exactly what causes problems further down the line. You know, if you've been studying Spanish for two years at home and you have yet to go out and speak to someone, for example, well, how do you, how can you possibly tell whether you're fluent enough? So it's extremely important to, to establish why you're learning the language that you are and because that then becomes your kind of benchmark for everything else that you do. So I hope that answers your question, Isabel. It's kind of difficult and I think fluency is one of those things that is difficult to define. And you, know, you could judge, and many people do judge their, their level in a language on the, on the CEFR, which is the Common European Framework of Reference, which kind of describes what you should be able to do at different levels, like an A2, B1, B2. So, you you know, you can use that as your benchmark, but ultimately fluency and, you know, when enough is enough is something that you're going to have to make a personal decision on. 
So thank you very much, Isabel. If you've got a question you'd like to ask me, please do. I'm waiting for your questions and I love receiving them. You can go over to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash ask and leave me a question. You can also leave a question in an iTunes review. And maybe I could ask you a favour. Have you left me an iTunes review for the show yet? If not, I would be hugely grateful, massively grateful, enormously grateful if you could go over to iTunes and leave me a review. It really does help me to rank in the near funny little algorithm and reach more people. If you'd like to help me out with that, then first of all, you're awesome. And second of all, you can do that by going to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash review, and that will send you to the page where you can do that. Now, at the end of every episode, I like to leave you with a resource of some kind related to the topic of the show. And today I'm going to give you a quote from Henry Kissinger, of all people. Yeah. And he said about something completely unrelated, but nevertheless, I think it's quite apt in this particular case. He said, the test is not complete satisfaction, but balanced dissatisfaction. And the test in this case is obviously... (laughs) with fluency you know you can never be completely satisfied with with your your level in a language and so i think ultimately the the objective what you have to aim towards is some kind of balanced dissatisfaction where you know that there's more to do but it will it will serve for for the purposes that you have you know it will do the trick for what you need and so yeah the objective is not complete satisfaction but balanced dissatisfaction Bear that in mind, have a think about it, and I'll see you in the next episode of the I Will Teach You a Language podcast.